Blog no, actually. Radio. My name is Elise Adams. I'm the founder of Bozeman Paranormal. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you're an Adams. That's yes, awesome. Yes, I am. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't pick up on that before. So, for now on, the rest of the show is just going to be about the Adams family. <laughs> I get that a lot, actually. <laughs> That's cool. That'd be great. Yeah. That's almost as cool as being a monster. So you're out there in Montana. You have a lot of cold ghosts, I guess. Apparently so. They 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 must need some winter jackets, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it gets kind of cold out here. <laughs> so. Um, so how long have you been doing the paranormal thing? Um, I've had the group for about three years now. Um, we are also a nonprofit group, so um, for the state, we're not um, tax deductible with the, the federal government, but just by the state. So, um, yeah, that yeah. also means we've been doing this for a long time too. That, that in layman terms, uh, you fund it yourself. <laughs> and pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. We do have. We do have dues every year, but still, it's everybody's kind of pitching in to do have the group. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, and you have five five people in your group. Oh, how I many have, do you have? I have twelve people in my group. Twelve so people. That's a big group. Yeah, our um, we can have up to twenty people in our group. Um, so yeah. Um, but right now it's just twelve. <laughs> so um, uh, we also I yeah. uh, have joined with us another member of our group, uh Ed. He's he's here. He'll probably say hi in a minute, so when you hear another voice, it'd be him. So, um uh, moving on, how much what kind of equipment do you use? What what uh, what's your favorite piece of equipment? Let's put it that way. Favorite I like this boo bear thing I I got, um for the group. Um, it has like K two yeah. in it, and um, yeah. it also like says EVP questions and stuff. It freaked out one of my members one time, so <laughs> she wasn't expecting the the 
question to come up, so and it sounds like Chucky, so. Uh, <laughs> but it is my, it made her, because ju- I kind of knew about it, and she, we were at this investigation in Red Lodge, Montana, and we were just playing around, and I kind of knew that it was going to say questions, and I was in the room with her, and she never knew about it, and when it went off and asked the question, she jumped so far up in the air into my lap that it was like, oh, okay, you've been around ghosts and all this, and and that's how you're going to react to the the doll thing that doesn't even move. <laughs> well, I think so, that's pretty a logical way to act, though. I mean, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, if a creepy yeah, little teddy bear started talking to me in a dark room, I might be jumping, too. Yeah, well, it does sound like Chucky, so <laughs> that doesn't help. Like yeah. Well, we have uh, yeah. one other equipment. That's a pretty cool piece of equipment. What else do you have? Um, we have um, REM pods. Well, we have one. And we also have night vision cameras that um, some of them are wireless and some of them you have to hook up by wires. And um, Oh, yeah. Those are our newest, pretty much newest piece of equipment. We have, like, tons of voice recorders um, and just pretty much, you know, nice, really nice cameras. Um, and I'm trying to think. Oh, we have a ghost box now or spirit box. um Spare box is nice. Yeah, and we have a couple of what they're they're called green grid pens. So, um, and they just put out. Yeah, that's one of my favorite pieces. Is the grid? Is the laser? Yeah, we have like a ton of those. They're really easy to get come by. (laughs) So thanks to eBay. eBay. Yeah, we also have some of the places that we've gone. Um, where it's not structurally secure, we have uh, little robots. Oh, cool! That we can actually <laughs> That's really cool. Drive yeah. through different areas. Uh, it, it hooks wow. up to our uh, phones, and we can drive into, you know, to areas that we're not sure about the, uh, you know, the, um, the integrity of the uh, flooring. So, or places. Like, where you might not be able to get into, but you're hearing creaks behind the wall. This will get behind mm-hmm. the wall because they're really tiny little robots. They're really cool. So, I mean, it's I nice. Think I, mean, I think I've heard about those before. But. Yeah, and it's like when I first started, I had a flashlight and I had a giant um, <laughs> recorder that was about, you know, 15 pounds. Let's be honest. I had a rock. That's what I had a rock. You had a stone tablet and a chisel. Okay, you guys aren't very nice. I'm I'm not talking to you guys now. I'm just talking to my new button. Okay, so you guys, I'm meeting <laughs> you. Here's your button. You snap yeah, my first piece of equipment was like one of those flip video cameras. And, uh-huh. Um just a camera, just like a basic like Nikon camera and just a voice recorder for my phone. So and actually the weird the craziest thing is we caught out of um the three years that flip video camera caught the best piece of equipment best piece of pretty much you know evidence 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 that we've ever had in Bozeman Paranormal. And till this day, we can't debunk it. It's no longer a building anymore. 
It's been demolished, uh, but um, it's like the best piece of evidence ever. What? What what uh, investigation was that? Um, it what was, was the name um, of Copper. It was the Copper King Hotel in Butte, Montana. So, oh, it's gone now. Uh, That's yeah. Yeah, well it's gone, not, it was only yeah. like a thirty. It was like a thirty-year-old building, and they wanted to put something else there, and they weren't getting like a lot of people coming in to stay at the hotel. So it was like, you know, so it wasn't like worth to them, not worth the area. But it's, to well, us, it was awesome. I mean, we went there. Well, a it was times. that one year. Tell us about your favorite investigation. My favorite investigation is the Rialto Theater in Bozeman, Montana. Um, it, we caught, like, it's really the only place in Bozeman we've really gone to as a group. So, because Bozeman, it's hard to get investigations. But, um, and um, it's just like we caught some weird EVPs there. And, and we've had real personal experiences there. One of my, actually, three, uh, two other members plus me had a experience kind of together. So um, I saw something. She had a cold spot. And then when we were going through evidence, um, the um, other member caught an EVP of his name being called. And the same time this whole air thing was going on because we kind of knew what time it was at that time. But anyways... But, yeah, so pretty much we've had a lot of experiences there. I mean, um, we wish to come back there, but, you know, the owners are hard to get a hold of. But, um, but yeah, it was – I loved it. I mean, every time I go even walk down Main Street because it's downtown Bozeman, I just love looking at the building. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it gives you the creepy feel, but it's abandoned, so – not a lot of there's owners that own it. They're trying to restore the building, but it's just hard. It's hard to restore things sometimes. So, but yeah, that's my one of my favorites that I've done. So, definitely. <laughs> okay, uh, are you still there with us? Yes. Okay, we lost you for a minute. It actually kicked us off the air for a few minutes. So if you had been oh. talking, we didn't get it. Oh, <laughs> I was talking. So I'm glad you're still know. there. Yeah, okay. I am. Oh. All right. Well, I'm glad you're still there. So you've had uh, okay. a whole bunch of uh, uh, investigations. Tell you know, and you, you were telling us about your favorite that most of the stuff happened. In. What was your scariest? Is it was it the same one? No, it wasn't. And this one has actually been put on TV. Um, with uh, one of the TV groups that are on the TV now. Um, It's Deer Lodge Old Prison in Deer Lodge, Montana. Um, And I actually saw my first full-body apparition there. So that one was the scariest because it looked like a person standing in a cell, and it was really creepy. And I caught him on camera. So... um, he did look like a creepy cellmate, and I thought he was a mannequin because they had, like, mannequins in the building because it, when they did tours and, you know, it had to look spooky. <laughs> but um, so when I was walking through the cells, I saw a man standing in a cell, 
And I was like, oh, he's just a mannequin just doing my camera sweep, you know, just keep going along. And I had another member going the other direction doing the same thing. And when I came to meet up with her at the other end, she, I, I looked in the cell and the guy wasn't even standing in there anymore. And I'm all like asking Kelsey, I'm all, Kelsey, I'm all like, hey, Kelsey, did you see there was somebody in there? And she goes, no. And I'm all like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I don't get scared very easily by ghosts, but that kind of freaked me out. So, because it was my first, did you, you know, one-on-one on on one experience. Yes, I did. It's, oh, that's cool. We'd like yeah, to you, see that someday. You, yeah, it's on my our Facebook page if you just look up Deer Lodge, old prison. Well, we're so, also, you know, just so everyone out at, at home knows what else is going on here tonight. Um, we're, we've got uh, the Hunter Hunter uh, magazine that we're putting out should be available next Monday, not this coming Monday, oh. but the Monday after. And uh, one of our one of our stories highlights the Bozeman Paranormal team. So Christy was going to be doing some interviewing with you because that is uh, what the article is going to be about, and this was part of it. So she's going to ask you some questions, and she's taking some notes. So a lot of this is going to be, you know, you're going to read about this also in our magazine. And anything, any of the photos that you can give us um, concerning this that we can put in about four or five photos would uh, accompany your your article. So go ahead and, uh, Christy, go ahead and, and ask some questions for your article. Oh, Hello. <laughs> Oh, what you doing? Oh, that's right. I'm not here now. So, anyway, so you mentioned that your team has been um, operational for about three years now? Yeah. Yes, we have. Okay. We've only been around for three years, but, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. so when you think about your team, what do, you, what do you guys think your biggest, like, your mission statement would be, or what's your biggest thing that you want people to know about your team? Fine, Gus. Uh, I want people to understand that ghosts and how haunted houses and haunted buildings are not scary. I've always wanted people to understand the paranormal other than be afraid of it. So in our mission statement is to just put awareness out about the paranormal and how it is real and how it is, you know, not scary. So, and, you know, just kind of embrace it pretty much. So, um, not all my homeowners, I mean, are not frightened of their house anymore. So um, that I've done, and I just like to put no, no, more understanding really out there. I gotta say, I want to, I want to interrupt the, uh, just for a second. And what you're saying is really dear to my heart. That we are actually here. All the paranormal teams should be first and foremost about serving their clients. Mm-hmm. We've had, yes. we've had a lot of people <laughs> that were afraid. To, to stay in their houses. The, the One of the last ones we did, the gal was going to move out of her house. And it was all about the uh, the um, electromagnet in her television that was really killing it. So it's all yeah. about that, Chris. So when you guys, how do you guys do, when you're when you're on doing your investigations, no, I'm, I'm getting there, trust <laughs> me. So when you're doing, you're out doing your investigations, how do you guys usually structure them? Uh, we usually have a base camp at first, so then we, you know, if we want to change equipment and stuff, but then we usually go into groups of, like, it's 
it's up to how big the building is. I mean, like, if it's just a homeowner, usually I get, like, homeowners just calling me randomly and just want me to set it up. So I only bring, like, one or two members just because we all know how big the building is or the house. But when we're in big buildings, we go into groups of two uh, or three um, up to how big the building is. And we go only up to at least six members per building. It's up to how big the building is. So, and we just pretty much, you know, conduct, like, even EVP sessions really professional. Uh, We really try not to, like, curse and stuff under our, um, because I know people get frightened, but they really try not to. I just feel like when we're going to be presenting this to owners that we need to look super professional. It's like we have a business. So, even if it's just nonprofit, I mean, you just, you're going to, you're able to be let into a building. You should be able to be professional and not act like scared children. <laughs> so, and uh, you know, that's very really well like, said. Yeah, I really do yeah. like that. That's our philosophy as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. As and well. we don't provoke because we leave and the client stays. So we don't yeah, provoke. Yeah, we, we don't either. Because I'm trying to, like I said before, not make people scared. I mean, yeah. be provoking makes people scared i mean to me it's not a scary thing to do you could find other ways to get a ghost or spirit or whatever you want to call it to talk to you so and like trigger items and stuff so but um yeah that's if that answers your question (laughs) so Also, when you're doing your investigations, what kind of approach do you guys take? Do you guys take more of an approach for, you know, like a a scientific-based approach where you're trying to debunk the things that are there? Or do you guys take a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, spiritual, sensitive sensitive type way where you do like, um, you know, you have a psychic in there and you do Ouija boards and those kinds of things? No, we do a lot of debunking. (laughs) I mean, we're very much a debunking group. I mean... It's funny because I've never even took a science class for the life of me, and I'm really good at debunking things. <laughs> so, yeah. and a lot of um, common sense, believe it or not. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much common, common sense, pretty much. Yeah. So, but yeah, we're pretty much the debunking group. I mean, we don't have any psychics or mediums or any special. We don't like. I don't like using Ouija boards, but I do use. Pendulums. So, because um, yeah, we live in natural, we're we're very much into like the Native American approach sometimes. Because I do have a couple Native Americans in my group. So, but I like group members do what you know what they feel comfortable. You know, like if they believe in certain things, if that makes them feel comfortable, then they should be able to do that. So. Um, oh, I agree with yeah. everything you're saying. I really, our philosophies on teams are really are uh, very similar. Uh, it's very nice. Yeah. We had a couple of psychics on our team, but I never understood why we had to tell them the address of the uh, place we were going to investigate. I, and I never understood <laughs> that. So tired of hearing that one. But it's true. So that kind of comes back to what, what Mac was saying earlier about the one client of ours that wanted to move out of their home. 
because we were able to debunk actually what was going on with her home. And what he meant by the, the electromagnetic magnetic fields in her house is she was having a fear they were cage. Off the chart. Yeah. Right. So she mm-hmm. had electronics in her first level and her second level that were kind of putting the whole house in like a fear cage. And once we were yeah. able to kind of go in there with our equipment wow. and debunk everything, we were able to tell her you need to replace like your refrigerator and you need to replace your TV. Which we actually did. Yeah. Right. So, and then since then, she has not contacted us again about any kind of activity or ghosts or anything. No, when we kind of spoke to her last, there was no problem going on. Right. She was able, her and her grandchildren kids were able to sleep there peacefully and not have any problems. Uh, but we did have to take the television out and dump it. It was yeah. a big old nasty CRT that was just, so it was, yeah, as soon as we uh, turned it, well, it, it, it kept turning itself on. And when it yeah. did, everything would just go crazy. Mm-hmm. No. So it had like a, the, yeah. the sleep cycle was messed up yeah. inside it. it starting to, you, when you get in that fear cage, you start um, imagining people watching you and in the room with you, imagining you know, the presence, which is really just the electromagnetic field that you're experiencing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so also yeah, I, I haven't had one of those yet. Oh, you will. It happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is why, like, like our team takes a scientific approach because we want to. Yeah, we want to make sure that we can't explain naturally what's actually happening in the home versus automatically going to a ghost. Yes, you're haunted, and yeah. label every place yeah. in town as haunted. I, yeah, I don't do that. I, I personally have, want yeah. the 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 homeowner to feel safe in their home. I mean, like, yeah. who wants to be in an unsafe house? When it could yeah. not even be a ghost, it might be a very unsafe house that they maybe should have brought in a when they bought the house or rented the house, brought in like a ho- they have like people that could check your house and stuff. So, I but I know I'm just trying to buy a house. <laughs> so, but um, well, we've had but yeah, one where the the lady, uh, one of the client, was upset because there was a giant that was stalking her from outside of her, you know, house. She would see the giant. Uh, like a, a giant Bigfoot walk across her her bedroom demon. window. It was a demon, something like that. And uh, we yeah. debunked that as lights down the road passing through a couple posts she had. Oh, wow. That would put the uh, fence post as it was walking across the windows. It's just the car driving behind uh, with its lights on high. So and we oh, were wow. able to give her some peace of mind on that one. So I mean that's a that's a good thing. I mean that's just one of the reasons why you know yourself and 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 teams like ours um, do this is to help people, and I like that. You know, and we all yeah. do it because one of these days a ghost is going to come up, tap me on the shoulder, and say, "Hey, what's up?" I look yeah. <laughs> I haven't. I've seen ghosts, so just haven't had one just go, "Hey, you want to have a talk?" Or <laughs> yeah, that very often. <laughs> so, well, you never know. I mean, that's why we keep doing it. We keep going back, you know, investigation after investigation is for that. Yeah. I mean, we've done uh, um, a lot of different ones ourselves, but this isn't about us right now. This is about your team. So, Christy's going to continue her uh, interview. So, I did. I did okay. notice that you guys mentioned something about you guys did cleansings. Explain that a little bit. Uh, we yes, we do do cleansings for houses and uh, people. Um, we mostly, you know, just use sage or sweet grass, and we just we even have our own 
like like rituals, not really ritual ritual, but like saying that we say we just tell people that you need to think positive when we're doing this. And we pretty much start from the doorway and just cover the whole area. You have to even do like cupboards and drawers and the refrigerator and you have to start at the front door and end at the front door and we do that just with sage and stuff and we're very positive and it has to us it has worked i have i actually had a really active house out in anaconda and um that i did uh, with one of my members and she never like she even had priests come in and it didn't help and because it wasn't a demon and it was just a very aggravated spirit and we came in and cleansed the house um, the way we did it and this is actually my first time ever cleansing house and it worked and it worked great and we cleansed her it worked great I mean cleansing was actually the creep the first time I did cleansing was creepy because I actually heard a voice and I thought it was her and it wasn't and it was like what happens when you cleanse a house with a negative spirit is it's going to try to distract you from doing it. So um, when I heard the voice, my friend, or my member, kept going, "Don't, don't listen to anything that is going on." And she just kept telling me to keep going because if you're gonna, because it's going to distract you. So yeah, we do cleansings. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. <laughs> So when you when you do these cleansings, what was that nonsense? Sorry about was that. Was it ghost? <laughs> Holy crap, <laughs> so when you do these cleansings, what kind of things do you tell? You know, what kind of expectations do you leave with your clients once you're I tell, done with your investigation? Uh, I tell them to just keep positive because even just not even ghosts um, could bring in negativity you can as a person can leave a negative imprint in your home and that the next time next person that moves in can feel it and all the time i tell people when you're going into your house just feel nothing but positivity and just even if you're having a bad day i mean just try to be positive because that's what my outcome for cleansing is because to me i think sometimes even to my theory, negative ghosts are attracted to negativity. So um, even so, that ghost, after we've cleansed the house, could come back. To me, it's my theory, if the house is negative, if you end up having a negative outlook on things, because then they're like, oh, this person, it's like a you're a sponge to that that spirit. So... But if that answers your question, I'm trying to answer it as best as I can. No, I mean, you did it well. So. You did it well. Good job on that. So if someone so. was in Montana today and they were having some kind of activity, what parts or what parts of the country do you guys cover? Um, we um, we do mostly Montana. We would love to go to like outskirts of Montana. We'd love to go more than just Montana since it's only been three years of we're just starting to actually make money as a group. But um yeah, we would always love to go outskirts of Montana. I mean, we're hoping if not this next year, this next summer our usual time we go ghost hunting is summer through fall because it's hard because it's Montana, Montana. And it snows. 
So, um, unless we get a local place. Um, but um, we hope to go up to Wyoming, to, I think, North Dakota and South Dakota area. And Idaho oh. actually has a place I just left a couple weeks ago that's awesome. So, I mean, I would love to go more places than just Montana. <laughs> but we usually do Montana. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, and, South Dakota Right. We've been wanting to do that, but we've done out. We've done California. We've done uh, um, Nevada. Yeah. Oh, that's Oregon. Oregon. Washington. Well, of course, Oregon. Washington. Washington. Yeah. So, our, our the, kind of the uh, bordering states usually is you know it, it's not unusual for our team based in one state to do the peripherals as well. So. Yeah, we want to broad our. The furthest hunt we did as a group was this last summer, and we just went up to Little Bighorn. So, um, that's but, a lot of activity there. Yeah, it actually, even going just during the day because they wouldn't let you go in at night. You you have to pay like a good chunk of money to go into a state state land. So, um, yeah. um, but even during the day, we had real personal experiences because I do believe ghosts. Don't just show up during the night. Um, no. So, yeah. And, and I think and well, my theory is like, her, I was going to say, my theory with the ghosts that show up at night, I think it's more that um, people are more relaxed at the night and they're not really in their busy day-to-day paying attention to a whole bunch of different things. They're at home relaxing and they're letting their brains chill. And that's when they're starting to actually realize things that are going on around them, which is doing it all day long. They tend to notice it more at night because they're more at rest. And we just had, the group does meetings two times a month. Um, And our last meeting I thought would be kind of fun to start off and go to this this lady that I've known for a while as part of a Billings paranormal group. And she did a Haunted Montana book. And she um, told us, told me something that made sense is, He's like, I'm adding on to your thing. People are busy during the day, so they don't pay attention. But at night, when it's quiet, people are sitting down and don't, aren't do, you know, unwinding during the night. It don't even, it's more quiet, you know. So, defenses are relaxing. Yeah. Um, so, well, so yeah. Ricky's going to have some follow up questions for you. Okay. She'll probably do that during email. Uh, that was our show. Okay. Was there Sorry. anything that you wanted to say before we were completely done? Um, well, we are out here in Bozeman, Montana, so if you know anybody out here in Montana that would like an investigation you're, yeah, or want somebody to cleanse their home or just want to um, ask us a question, you're always welcome to check out our Facebook page. We also have a website. It's bozemanparanormal.org. So, yeah. So, that's it. Well, that sounds good. We're going to certainly do that. We're going to check it out. And then uh, look for your uh, your uh, interview and your story and your your uh, investigation report to be in the next Haunted Hunters that's coming out in uh, just over a week. Uh, okay, that good sounds one. good. All right. Okay, so awesome. That was our show. You're welcome. Okay, we thank you here. for calling me. If You're very you welcome. have a good night too. Bye bye now. Bye.
Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps.